The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to continue in Matthew 16, a passage of Scripture we've been looking at for the last few weeks, talking about following the Savior. And I would like to invite you to open a Bible if you have access to it. I realize you might be driving and may not be able to, but if you can, open a Scripture and consider the Word with us today. Matthew chapter 16. While you're finding your Bible and finding your place, I want to remind you about our website at considerhisword.org. Many things you'll find there, many resources, more information about us and about our ministry. But there's also a link that says contact us at the top of the page. You'll see it there. We would love to hear from you. If you could click on that, send us where you're hearing the broadcast today, and then send us an address. If you'll send us an address, we'll send you a little prayer journal. This is just a little notebook that'll fit into a shirt pocket, fit into a purse or a Bible case or something like that. I take mine with me to church on Wednesday night, and I'm able to write down prayer requests as I hear them. Or when someone says, pray for me, (laughs) I can pull out my little prayer journal and make a note. And then remember them every day in prayer. And then how exciting it is to see God answer prayer and be able to mark those off. Usually what I do is I just put a little note on it and say answered and put the date that God answered that prayer. So we'd love to get you one of these little prayer journals. You can contact us through the website. Again, considerhisword.org. You can also email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Again, considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Now, as most do, you can also just simply write to us. So let me give you our address. Consider His Word Ministries. 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. So we've been talking about following the Savior, Matthew 16. Let me go ahead and read the passage of Scripture first that we're referring to, read, read our text. It's Matthew 16, at beginning at verse 24. The Bible says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is man profited if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? It's particularly verse 25, or pardon me, verse 24. For Jesus said, If any man come after me, let him deny himself 
take up his cross and follow me. So I've been asking this question. Would you consider yourself a follower of Jesus? Now, I know you may not be perfect. Nobody is perfect. I'll tell you, I want to be a follower of Jesus, and I want to learn about him. I I try to read about him every day, and I want to be like Jesus. What about you? Are you following him? Or maybe you're like one of the followers we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. And I'll go over those again here in just a moment. But are you following him completely obedient to him? It's hard. He said, denying yourself. And sometimes you've got to put Jesus first. (laughs) Actually, I should say all the time we should put Jesus first. And be able to follow him and obey him. You know, I want to learn of Jesus. I want to learn about Jesus. But most of all, I want to be like Jesus. I want to love like Jesus loved, and I don't always get it right. I'm not perfect either, but my aim is to be like Jesus, that that when I speak, it might sound like Jesus speaking. Now, I'm not talking about in King James English, okay? But the way Jesus encouraged people and the way Jesus blessed people, I want to be like that, and I want to be like him. I'll tell you what, growing up, you know, I had heroes. I, I can remember a time I wanted to be like Roy Rogers. He was my hero, and, and I did. I, I got me some cowboy boots and a cowboy shirt. I had a set of six guns. I could shoot off them cap pistols as any kid in the block. When I got saved, I wanted to be like Jesus. What about you? Now, you know, you can go back and hear all of the messages in this series at the website. Again, considerhisword.org. All of the messages are there. And if you haven't heard all of them, I'd suggest you go back and listen to all of the messages in this series. As the the conclusion today, Lord willing, and we're going to try to finish this up, it's going to make a lot more sense if you go back and hear those as well. You remember in Colossians 1.18, Jesus said, or the Bible says, and he is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. It would be that he had first place. God knows your heart. I, I don't know. But if you're born again, if you're saved, I believe you should be a follower of Jesus. If you're not saved, I want to encourage you to trust Christ as your Savior today and put your faith in him and begin to follow him. Give him all of your heart. Give him all of your life and begin to learn about him. Find a good Bible study. Find a good local church. Get into the word of God every day. We looked at a couple different followers. The first one we talked about was Judas. That was a couple of weeks ago. Judas was an imitation follower. You know, by all appearances, it would appear that Judas was one of the disciples of Christ, and and Jesus called him one of his disciples. But he also said many times that there would be one who betrays me, and that one was Judas, and Judas did betray him. There was a time when Judas did betray the Lord and turned his back on them. So by all appearances, it looked like he was a disciple. It looked like he was a good Christian man. Even the disciples trusted him with the bag. With the, he was a treasurer. They trusted him with the money. And yet he betrayed the Lord. The whole time he was an imitation follower. I would say this way, don't be like Judas, okay? And then, and then we talked about last week about being the intermittent follower. And that was represented by Peter, who, again, 
made all kinds of commitments to the Lord, told the Lord one time he would die for him. And yet when the going got tough, it was Peter that denied the Lord three times. After the crucifixion and Jesus was buried, it was Peter that said, I'm going fishing. And I think he was going back to his old life. After all of the things that he said, when it got tough, even after the crucifixion, after the resurrection, I think Peter just thought that was it. But he did come back. Peter came and began to follow over. When he saw Jesus out there on the boat, he jumped in the water and swam to the bank and and there it was reconciled and began walking into it. Oh, it changed his life. Read Acts chapter 2. All of the book of Acts, especially the first eight or nine chapters, it'll tell you all about Peter and how he served the Lord and how it changed him. And so there is hope for the intermittent follower to make a fully, uh, fully, uh, full commitment to the Lord. And then there's one more I want to talk about briefly today, and that is the intimate follower of Jesus. I think that would be represented by John. You know, when you read the Gospel of John, an interesting thing happens. You'll never see John call himself by name. Every time he refers to himself, he talks about the disciple whom Jesus loved. And he had a very close relationship with Jesus. You know, so close that Jesus would put him in what we call the inner circle. It would be Peter, James, and John that would be together many times with Jesus when he would call them apart from the other disciples. By the way, notice Peter was in that crowd. He had such a close relationship with Jesus when he walked with him. When, when Jesus went to pray, often he would take John along with a, a couple others with him. He would take John with him to pray. When he was changed at the Mount, Mount of Transfiguration, remember when that great miracle happened and Jesus just changed before them. John was there. When Jesus went to pray in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> Garden of Eden, in the Garden of Gethsemane, I'll get it right in a minute. When he went to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane, it was John that went with Jesus. That's why I believe that when we read John chapter 17, and John, 7, cha John 17 is what I would call the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus prayed in the Garden. And he prayed for you, by the way. And John was there, and John was able to record the words by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of what Jesus said in that prayer. Mark didn't write that. Matthew didn't write that. Luke didn't write that. John wrote that because he was there. At the Lord's Supper, it was John who sat next to Jesus, would ask him questions. John felt very comfortable in an intimate in an intimate relationship with the Lord. You realize that John was the only disciple that followed Jesus all the way to the cross, at least the only one that we know of. Because when Jesus was on the cross, he spoke to John. He said to his mother, Behold your son, and said to John, Behold your mother. So we know that John was there at the crucifixion John was one of the first to witness the resurrection of Christ. He witnessed the ascension of Jesus into heaven. We could say this, John followed Jesus all the way. You know, to get a glimpse of how closely John followed the Lord, just read his Gospels. 
Read his gospel, the gospel of John. Read his letters. When he would say things like in 1 John 3, 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. He knew about Jesus' love. Spoke about it a lot, by the way, in that little book of 1 John. So he was a very intimate, close follower. Now that's where I want to be. And I hope that's where you want to be, to be so close to Jesus that you can ask him questions, to be so close to Jesus that you know that he's walking with you, that you're walking with him, that you speak to him every day, that you hear from from him every day in his word, particularly that you hear from him and that you have that intimate relationship with him. Now, it comes through trusting Christ as our Savior acknowledging him as our Lord and believing in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the kind of relationship you need, a relationship of faith, a relationship of trust. So what kind of follower are you? Are you that imitator? It's time to get right with God. Make it right. Maybe you're that intermittent follower. It's time to get fully committed and following the Lord. Or maybe you are that intimate follower who, like John, will follow Jesus all the way. I hope that that would be you. And that wherever you are in your relationship with Christ, that you would come to a point of having that intimate relationship with him, knowing him, calling unto him, walking with him. He loves you. Our time is gone. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Consider his word. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.